0: Good afternoon and welcome back to the EJS show on the Liberty Block. I am Steve and we're lucky to have with us today, Ed, which is the E, Jody, which is the J, and Mike, which hasn't gotten a letter yet,
1: but welcome to everybody. I'm plus, I'm still plus. I'm sorry? I'm plus, like LGBTQ.
2: And now we have Alu. I I get
1: a plus. EJS plus.
0: I see where we're starting today. All right. This show is being recorded live and will be available as a podcast shortly after we end. We invite anyone listening to us as a podcast to join us live on Zoom or by phone and share your thoughts. We also invite anyone listening to this to share any feedback you may have by using our email address, which is ejshow at protonmail.com. So, once again, good afternoon and welcome back. Hey everybody!
2: Welcome, Alo too. He's here. Showed up.
0: Yeah, I can't hear him yet, so I don't have to yeah. welcome. Okay. <laughs> um, in no particular order, anybody want to talk about Hannity coming out for the vaccine? Does that have any meaning to anything? I
3: think I'm
2: it has watching.
0: a lot of
3: meaning. I think it means that Fox News is is being pressured and, and they're caving.
0: Okay. Elaborate just a little bit. Cause until now, does anybody listen to Hannity among us? I don't.
2: I always, I've turned him. I, he's not, I don't particularly prefer him. So I generally turn him off.
3: I, I I'm not a big fan of Hannity, but I, I'm a huge fan of Tucker and I Thank watch you. Tucker pretty much every night. Every so often I'll bleed into watching Hannity right afterwards, whether it's because Hannity has a good guest or, just laziness and i don't change the channel (laughs) um he uh i don't know what what, what's your question there though steve i mean mean,
0: what meaning does this have to the world hannity is one of the top shows correct
3: mind numbingly or mind-blowingly yes he is one of the top shows i don't understand why he's so popular but um I, i think it's like i said i think that the real meaning is that he got marching orders from from the higher ups at Fox News and he's just doing what he's told. I think eventually they're
4: all gonna the fall. Ben Shapiro has been, the Daily Wire is very big, but now they're trumpeting more and more of the mainstream narrative, right? 10 years ago, Ben Shapiro was a great, smart, conservative, brilliant rebel. And now he throws some red meat out to us. Like I support some gun rights sometimes, yay. But it's mostly all the mainstream stuff. So they balance it between giving us red meat that they know we support and pushing the mainstream agenda, because we all know the bigger they are, the more they're owned by the establishment.
0: So I guess my question is, if Hannity got a talking to, isn't Tucker still off the reservation? And aren't they both big enough that they can resist that if they want?
3: Tucker is clearly off the reservation, whether he's big enough to, to resist, I don't know. Um, I, think in the, I think in the end, he's gonna wind up having to separate from Fox News, because I don't think Fox News is gonna tolerate him. I think they're only tolerating him right now because Tucker is dotting every I and crossing every T. And he's in the process of doing that and not making any mistakes. He's making them a boatload of money, but at some point he's gonna make a mistake or something is gonna come up and there'll be a parting of the ways. That's my prediction for
0: him. Mm -hmm. Cause he's like, isn't he like their number one today?
2: He's the number one cable news show, I think.
0: Yeah.
2: uh, Of all the cable news
0: networks. Right. Right. So I wonder how much freedom he has to say, I'm going to say what I want. That's why I was surprised about Hannity. Because Hannity is one of the top guns over there. You know, it's kind of like Howard Stern at Sirius XM. There was apparently nothing he could do to ever be bumped off Sirius XM. So I kind of always considered the big shots at Fox the same way.
2: Okay, so let me ask, what do you think the chances are that Hannity is not being pressured and he did it because it's what he now believes? I'm just curious.
4: Like 5% chance, very low chance. Okay, but so also, really, probably, there's probably pressure. not. There's inherent pressure. We've already seen it. I don't know if someone put a gun to his head or threatened to sue him, but, or, you know, drop his endorsements or something, but there's been pressure. We've all seen the the general pressure for everyone in the world over the last few months. So you can't say there's no pressure on him. That's not a possibility. No, but
2: I mean, I'm just saying that you you think that it's all pressure and that he doesn't believe what he was saying. It's hard to know. I mean, it is. I don't know. I'm just saying maybe he believes it.
3: So we got- What the, is the Did uh, you get vaccinated? I I, I mean, it's, it's hard to say. I mean, the um,
2: basics of what he said was, Take COVID seriously. Get vaccinated. I mean,
4: I, I don't didn't know. I saw this a few days ago. I heard him today when he's in the car on 125 Patriot. I listen, whoever's on. And I was driving around today and I heard him talking about how, you know, corona fascism is terrible. So I don't know. I mean, I saw the news stories the other day, but he seems to be back on the, maybe he's um, taking like stepping back now and walking back what he said. I don't know. But today he's all well, back. But
3: when you hear him. you hear him on the radio he's not on fox news so it's it's a different boss okay
0: interesting okay yeah and i guess if he would have said on tv it's really important to take the vaccine but i am against any form of government coercion i'm against passports etc but he didn't tone it down with that
2: well he said I i don't know i kind of thought i you know he said talk to your doctor do your research. I mean I didn't think what he said was super extreme. I thought it was just sort of here's what I think. you know I I don't know. I, I didn't I didn't think it was a huge push, I guess. I,
3: don't know. I, I listened enough to Hannity that I, I just question whether he thinks at all. Um, I think that he sort of takes marching orders generally. I think that you know even in a benign way, I think that you know Mark Levin leads him away, leads him on. Uh, I, I, I don't find Hannity to be a very original thinker at all. I think he's an awful interviewer. He doesn't know how to just ask a short question and let his his interviewee answer the question. He <laughs> thinks it's important to to put words in his in, 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 into the interviewee's mouth and then ask them at the very end, "Well, don't you agree?" You know, he'll give the, you the long. That's
2: a journalistic way. Boy, that sounds like every CNN, MSNBC <laughs> person. You just described.
3: That's you know, how they work. I now, just right? don't find him very intelligent or very, uh, very good at what he does now. I know he, yeah. he makes a lot of money. I agree. And he's popular, but that's my take. He, he, he was
1: much more tolerable when he had Alan Combs on the other side of the table that, now he's, he's monotonous and repetitive. Let's be real. Oh, that's right. That's why I don't listen to him. Cause he says the same
0: thing over and over kind of like uh, one of the co-hosts on EJS and it's not Jody or Ed. Uh.
2: No, it is me and that's okay.
0: No, I said it wasn't. (laughs) um, So we had this, we had Florida several weeks ago, I believe it was, saying that the cruise ships cannot enforce their rule about you can't go on a cruise if you're not vaccinated. And now a court has enjoined that. So I don't know if anybody has any thoughts or comments on that. Um, just the general thing that we're a nation run by judges, which is interesting in and of itself. And I have no idea where this one's gonna end. I know we spoke I, about- the I haven't thought issue about it, a little Steve. Bit. My, Go ahead, Ed.
3: My, my thought is whether it's this issue or some other similar issue, some Republican governor, and it looks like it's gonna to have to be Ron DeSantis, needs to stand up and Flip a middle finger at the judge that issues these injunctions and needs to just say, you've issued your ruling, go and try and enforce it the way Andrew Jackson did in 1830. It is ridiculous that that they think that they're going to impose their tyranny through the courts and some Republican governor is going to need to stand up and say, oh, no, you won't. Do you think any I hope it's would, this issue, but if it's not this one, it's something else.
0: Do you think any governor would ever do that without feeling tremendous support to do it? Does anybody have those kind of uh, cojones? Yes, I think they need
5: uh, support for it. And I don't think DeSantis has on this particular issue the sort of uh, groundswell of support, especially since... Um, these, the few cruise ships that have gone out have come back with some COVID cases. So I think that, um, you know, this is probably, I mean, I, I certainly agree with Santos on the principle thing, but I, this is probably not the hill to die on uh, when it comes to challenging the courts. Um, that's just my political kind of opinion, not, you know, it's not principle or anything. It's just kind of my, you know, um,
0: at some point, we, we kind of got to deal with this COVID issue of so many people who are vaccinated getting it, especially if they ran out of the Texas Legislative Chamber and went to D.C., but even all over the world, people with double vaccinations are getting COVID. They're not being 100% upfront. Are they getting very sick or just a little bit sick? And if they're getting very sick, why are we taking the vaccinations? And if they're only getting a little bit sick, why are we caring so much? but they're using this to bamboozle us again. Like you got the American Association of Pediatrics saying kids over two should be wearing masks. They're threatening lockdowns, at least talking about it in various other places. LA, I think put back the mask mandate, if I'm not mistaken. And the sheriff- indoors, right? And the sheriff said he wouldn't enforce it, but they're using all of this sort of ambiguity of, it doesn't matter if you're vaccinated, everybody's still getting it.
5: Yeah. Yeah, I went to uh, the allergist today to get my allergy shot, Um, and uh, I stood outside the office because I didn't want to be a jerk, and one of the guys came out, full beard, wearing a mask, of course, and said, uh, hey, I think they have masks for you if you want a mask, and I just said, no, I'm done, I'm finished, I'm over, not doing masks anymore, and he laughed, and he had two little kids in there with him, and they were both wearing masks, and it's just so pathetically stupid. Um, So I I don't know what to say. It's it's a cult. It's a cult and this is the cult membership badge. Um, A guy with a full beard, wearing a mask is not doing anything except pretending to be in a cult. Now I know he's just following the rules, but it's still, it's all very cultish behavior.
0: From your watching the news, this is addressed to everybody. Are you also under the impression that they're trying to find ways to clamp back down again? Oh, absolutely!
5: And when the respiratory virus season comes in October, we're going to see more lockdowns.
2: Yeah,
5: absolutely.
0: That's what you're hearing, Jody.
2: No, I just that's what I anticipate. What Ed Powell just said.
0: Ed M. I don't think
3: that I don't need to see the news to know that that's what they're looking to do. This is what they do. They want power and they want control over us and they're not going to relinquish it no
0: matter what. And then maybe if more sheriffs rebel or, or, or who knows what, Now there's a lot of people saying that um, Rand Paul got the upper hand on Fauci. I assume everybody's seen those clips. Yep. Does any of that matter? No, it's just theater, isn't it?
2: Heartbreakingly, I don't think it will. How is just, just another sign that you know the the elites in our country get you know get away with all sorts of lies and deceptions, and we little people can't even get away with truth.
5: Yeah, and Fauci's a thing was no, that wasn't gain of function. Rand Paul says, "I'll read you the definition." He said, "No, no, we had a panel of experts decide." That that didn't count, and so thus it didn't. Um, it it didn't come under the ban, and it's like, okay, now we're in. I mean, uh, who was the Alice in Wonderland character who said uh, the words mean whatever they say they mean? That was that the Queen of Hearts. I, I mean, we're in Queen of Hearts land now. I mean, what are we supposed to do if we can't take the plain meaning of the words anymore? Um, then, I mean, then we're completely off in the room.
3: Well, let me take a slightly contrary view. I think, I mean, I agree with everything that you guys just said, but I'm not so pessimistic about it. I mean, yes, there's nothing that's going to happen right now, but in order to win, you have to fight and you have to make the case. You don't just go from having the right answer to winning, especially when you're losing right now, we need to make the case and Maybe in 2022 or 2023, there'll be a different. I mean, there won't be a different attorney general. So I guess there won't be a, a, an indictment from, from the Justice Department. But, you know, the political landscape can change. And in order to change it, we need to be doing things. I mean, it's sort of like how Marjorie Taylor Greene multiple times a day puts up posts about why we need to impeach Biden. Now, anybody with a brain in his head knows there's no impeachment of Biden coming and there's no conviction for impeachment coming, but you need to be making that case. And she's been saying it over and over and over again. And at some point, it seeps into the public consciousness. And again, if we get a change in, in Congress, you know, a little more than a year from now, I mean, what we're, we're at the end of July. So we've got what? It's a card. Uh, 15 a little over 15 months you have an election and then 10 weeks later you get them inaugurated or you get them sworn in you can get you can get different things done and the thing is those new things don't get done if you just spring them on people you know in in January of 2023 you need to be making the case and making the argument all from now until then you got to be making the case and and that's what we did you know people talk people talk about the revolution the revolutionary war didn't just start because shots were fired at lexington and concord you had 12 or 13 years between 1763 and 1775 76 when you had pamphlets and and lots of lots of debate and discussion about the colonies relationship to to great britain and whether that whether independence was good or necessary or proper You know, it doesn't just happen in in, in one day. And, you know, the the, the case just needs to be made. And Rand Paul did a great job exposing Fauci and attacking Fauci. Is is it gonna lead to an immediate indictment? Of course not, but it needs to, the case needs to be made. We can't just sit on our laurels and say, well, we know the truth and that's enough. No, it needs to be pounded out in public.
5: But besides Rand, and uh,
3: sorry. Besides Rand
5: and uh, Marjorie and uh, L- uh, Laurie, uh, is it
3: Laurie Lori. Laurie uh, Bober. Yeah. Um,
5: you know, where is uh, where is the rest? You know, occasionally I guess Cruz. Cruz did say something recently, but I mean, there's like 200 other uh, Republicans in Congress, and they're not saying squat. I mean, they are not saying squat about the the Texas legislature super spreader event. I mean, they're saying nothing, <laughs> you know? So, I mean, it's like the Republican party is
3: a bunch of zeros. Well, they've got a lot of zeros, that's for sure.
2: How much Sorry do you to. think is it that they're not speaking or that what they're saying doesn't have access to the people? Like I if they Mitch were- Mitch McConnell I and-,
3: Matt and uh, and and Kevin McCarthy are basically on the side of the Democrats, and I think they're that they, t- they, they the counsel really, their no, mem-
2: many, but what I'm just saying they're two of the many.
3: But they're on the side of the two leaders, feet. and I think that they tell their members, "You keep quiet or else." And it's only the ones that don't really give a damn that speak up.
5: Yeah, and, and uh, Trump's, uh, you know, Trump is touting his accomplishments in getting the vaccine, and it, it really was an accomplishment. I mean, let's be honest. Um, but, you know, 6,000 more deaths have been, have hit bears uh, today, and we don't quite know um, whether they're recent or spread out or how spread out they are, but now we're, we're well over 10,000 uh, vaccine-related deaths in bears, a system that's said to be, you know, at least 10 times or one-tenth the real number, maybe one-twentieth the real number. Um, And so, you know, being proud of the vaccine as Trump keeps doing, I mean, that's, I don't think that's necessarily a winning political strategy either. Uh, I don't say people should come out necessarily, you know, against the vaccine. It's just, it's one of those nuanced things, right? It's, It's very nuanced and we have, we have people like Sean any being forced to say yes, get the yeah. vaccine because he had been a little bit skeptical. But I mean, skepticism is warranted in this particular case, and it's not for everybody. We all know people, I think, who uh, probably shouldn't get the vaccine, and we all know people who probably should. And and we're not allowed to have any nuance. In yeah, well, so set we're, up we're
1: being treat, we're being treated to a lot of propaganda on this, and you know, one wh- one thing. That is, is, you know, you try, you try to discipline yourself and, and teach yourself that you know what you're, you're being lied to quite often, and you need to be skeptical. But I see commercials on TV all the time now with, with doctors clearly just stating it's safe. Well, it's not totally safe. You can't sit, get up there on TV and say it's just safe. You can say yeah, it's well, mostly safe. Going back you to can, the you can that- say
3: it's safe. Going back to the theme that Republicans just don't know how to how to accept a win and and fight to win, this is line. This is set up on on a, on a tee for them to just start chanting "My body, my choice," and this. I mean, they just need to say it loudly. I say it to, to the liberals that I deal with, and all they can do is mock me and, and laugh at me, but they have no argument in response. <laughs> and, if the, well, and if the Republicans coordinated and that became their message, my mm-hmm. body, my choice, they would win this argument hands down because there's the, no the
0: whole yeah, the be argument. argument is, the whole in the argument is that you're not killing a part of your body, you're killing everybody you come into contact with. And they're literally making that argument. Yeah, no,
2: they do. If, that, if,
0: that's if the,
3: the vaccine is, is protective, then you should be protected and that's not an issue.
0: It shouldn't be an issue for a human being. Well,
2: so they're gonna take it a step further and say, well, then when you end up in a location where somebody who couldn't take the vaccine for some other reason and then you kill them,
1: why wouldn't wouldn't they be able to tell me that children are not people who will be
2: who would want the vaccine but have other reasons why they are they are not. Able to do yeah, we have
5: we have a friend who is immunocompromised
2: and, she and so the vaccine. you know so those it. are the people then they'll say and you kill them and you're a killer so no that,
3: those people if, if you're that if you're in that position then it's up to you to protect yourself you don't get to impose on me that oh you're immunocompromised so I've got to change my life to accommodate you sorry if you're the one immunocompromised you've got to adopt adapt your life to protect yourself. We, but we and, come
5: at it from a different direction. though, Ed. suppose our, you know, compromised friend who can't get the vaccine is now shut out of stores and
3: restaurants.
5: What if this person wants to go to stores, wants to go on cruises, wants to fly in airplanes?
3: Oh, well, you mean it's like all able... the things that all of us unvaccinated people want to be able to do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, and 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 they just
5: won't allow it. In, in other words, there's vaccine tyranny coming. Um, after the COVID tyranny are probably coincident with the COVID tyranny. We're going to have COVID tyranny and we're going to have vaccine tyranny all at the same time.
1: There, there's no end to it until you put your foot down. But again, you get accused, just like Jodia said, you're, you're a murderer, you're a killer, you're you're a nasty, mean, self-centered person. That That's what you get. Well, I'm, I'm nope. in
5: a weird position of being a, a pro-vaxxer. The, in the sense that I I went through the risks and the, and and got the vaccine, um, but it you know the the side effects of it of the second shot were severe enough for me to say no booster. So I'm I'm in that weird position. It's like yeah sure I got the vaccine you know I effing love science, um, but when they come out with the booster in October, it's like no thanks.
1: Yeah, listen, I mean I, I got a text from my mom the other day, and to make the story short, somebody who, who had it, 43 years old and apparently no underlying conditions passed away, which is sad. And we know it's not impossible for that to happen. But, you know, my mother's like, you're 52. You, you know what I mean? You got, you got kids, you got to run out and get the vaccine. And I'm like, you know, this is where I think fear is such a powerful, motivating factor. And, and that's so much at the, at the heart of this. They have everybody scared to death that our powers of reason and rationality just fly out the window. So it's interesting because
0: I'm probably, of the five of us at the moment, in the most liberal place. I know, Mike, you can argue with me a little bit. So we're finding a split between the New York liberals. There are some New York liberals who are saying, we got the vaccine, we're okay. And there are some who are still saying, it doesn't matter, we got it, you are still a murderer, literally. If If you did not get it and you show up in any public sphere, where i am yeah. and you can't attack them in any rational way because they're still totally freaked out and irrational and i know several people like this mm-hmm. literally we've having this conversation with right now
1: yeah and so listen why
0: should we, public policy bend to them because they make the most noise they tweak the most
3: mm-hmm. okay
0: but they've been uh, our heard by we the heard
5: right? They, they, they're, they're reacting like a herd to the herd immunity. Variant. We're only safe if 85% of the people get vaccinated, which is nonsense, by the way.
2: Well, um, and then you have to factor in how many people have natural immunity, which I think is probably pretty high, right? Does anybody know what the number is? But if we're at, you know, 47% have vaccine-induced immunity and probably I mean, there's got to be a lot of people who have natural immunity from having had COVID. It's got to be pretty high. Okay, so well, if
5: you look at the numbers in, you know, some of the trustworthy countries in Southeast Asia, they're very, very low. I mean, let's assume China's lying, right? So, okay, China's lying, but you know, Vietnam and Thailand and thing, countries like that, they just aren't getting it very much. So, if you're looking at, at natural immunity, there might be a um, race or ethnic based, um, sort of part of this natural that, that, um, we don't really understand. And, you know, part of that might be vitamin D. They get a lot of vitamin D in Southeast Asia. They get a lot of vitamin D in Africa, um, where, where we don't see a lot of, um, where, where we don't see a lot of cases. I mean, the reporting is, is terrible, but you know, that's the, you know, that's, that's probably have to deal with. And you do see a lot of it in Northern Klein. So it might be a, a vitamin D issue. Um, I, I think there, you know, I think it's been fairly well established in the alternative press that there are things you can do to prepare your immune system to fight the virus. And, you know, I am a doctor, but not that kind of doctor, but I'm not giving medical advice, but I mean, if you look into it, you know, zinc and vitamin D and, uh, you know, N-acetylcysteine, um, quercetin, quercetin, quercetin a, a couple of other things I think really can take a person from being very vulnerable to being relatively, um, Well prepared to deal with it, and the other thing, of course, is initial viral load. So, you know, don't kiss strangers. (laughs)
2: Wait, what?
5: (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, kissing is kissing has got to be uh, the the absolute worst uh, thing you can do. Uh, And the other thing is is like don't like stand in people's faces and have them like. Talk and, sing and spit in your face for long periods of
1: time because you get a high initial viral load. Um, no close talking, huh? Yeah, We're no ve- close veering talking. That's veering, right. veering into Seinfeld land. Okay. Yeah, well, uh, all life now is <laughs> Seinfeld land.
0: We'll uh, talk to here. Italians and Jews. Yeah, no
5: Jews, no Italians. But other than that, I mean, I think if you if you you know if you worry about initial viral load. And you worry about um, and you and you take care to prepare your immune system. I think you'll do okay.
0: So I'm going to go back to Ed M's point because his point is why should we care? So I have this other story calling out to me that poor J.K. Rowling or Rowling, however she pronounces it, is getting hundreds Rowling. of thousands of rape and assassination threats for not being woke enough for trans for trans activists. Well, if you're getting death threats and horrible violent threats for that, that doesn't even come close to killing people with COVID. So we're up against such irrational people who make so much noise that unless we get, you know, maybe Bill Maher another 50 times and maybe J.K. Rowling and maybe other people to say stop, sort of what Ed is saying, we don't care what you say. But again, it gets back to the courage to say it. We don't care how many tweets you put out. We don't care how many threats you put out. And, you know, that Marjorie Greens and Lauren Boberts have to win this one. We shouldn't. I, the weird thing about the. Um,
5: the J.K. Rowling thing is obviously she's a sort of a liberal um, and a lefty, although her books aren't leftist at all. Um, she uh, she basically is taking the turf, the feminist line that, you know, trans women are not really women. And in fact, trans women are ruining things for women, which is true. Um, and the thing is that in Britain, we've all heard of, she lives in, in Scotland and England in her 11 houses. And uh, we've heard that the police will investigate you for a mean tweet. And yet they're not investigating any of these thousands of death threats against uh, J.K. Rowling. But I'll bet you they have an investigation against her for her mean tweets. Now they haven't come and interviewed her because she would have said it something it. But I mean, they go door to door and uh, arrest people for putting out a mean tweet. And, but they're not gonna do it for all these thousands of mean tweets against Rolling because those people are of the
0: protected class. So, you know, thank God we're not there yet. Seemingly here in the States, you're hundred percent right. It is like that in Britain and in other places as well. You know, it's kind of interesting. Who follows uh, Dr. Naomi Wolf? A
3: little Mm. bit. bit.
0: Because she's kind of taking small doses of red pills, right? Yeah, I think the feminists are seeing
5: when this uh, biological male wins the Women's Weightlifting Championship next week uh, at the Olympics, uh, I think that's going to wake up even more people.
0: Well, I'm curious and I don't really want to talk about it too much, but what is going to be the circulation ramifications for the Sports Illustrated swimsuit cover? Sonny posted, posted a very funny
5: meme today that is not a, uh, um, a family friendly meme, but of the evolution of, of women over the uh, last 50 years having to do with the genitalia. And uh, I gotta tell you that that one of these days, these suburban women are gonna wake up because their girls can no longer participate in sports in any meaningful way. And just like they woke up a little, people are waking up a little bit over this critical race theory nonsense. Um, And hopefully there'll be someone to be able to lead from behind at that
2: time. I I keep coming up with that, the word in my head, useful idiots, because I mean, you get such the small, small fraction of people really manipulating huge swaths of people. And the, you know, the ones that sort of, um, they're maybe not the activists, but they sort of champion and cheer the activists. And then you know they're they're what I would call the useful idiots, and I hate to say it, but a lot of the suburban moms where I live, I look at them and I'm and they're championing, and cheering these kinds of things, thinking you know that makes them virtuous and good and smart and evolved, and I, it's the opposite. And, and someday they're going to wake up, and that's when I'm going to not want to say you you were just a useful idiot all <laughs> along. It's the funny thing is,
5: is there's, there's two classes of useful idiots in this country. Suburban moms and Fortune 500 CEOs. Yeah. Those are the those, those two classes are the useful idiots.
0: They really are. Yeah.
2: And I'm a suburban mom.
0: Well, they're saying actually that suburban moms are being woken up by the CRT issue and are being woken up by what may be the forced vaccination of children issue. I hope so.
2: I'm not seeing it in my area, but well, um, I'm a little bit, we, we have, we have some, some school issues going on that I think is, is waking up some parents, some suburban moms here on that issue. Now, whether or not that translates into a larger understanding of, if you are upset about this, maybe you better think a little bit more about this, this, and this. And,
5: yeah. wake up to the
2: wider picture of what's happening. I'm not certain that I get the vibe that this is going to lead to a larger awakening. It's just going to be, we're going to bat this one issue down and then we're still going to be on the whole, you know, nonsense wavelength.
5: One uh, you know, within a few days, two
2: of my
5: friends uh, who had their teenagers vaccinated had their had had each one had a teenager in the hospital immediately for heart related issues. And, um, you know, I don't have many friends, you know, as, as you would imagine. Um, and so if this is going to happen to two of my friends in the same week, when they're teenagers, I mean, this is, and, and the mom, um, grapevine is more powerful than Facebook. You know, this is going to spread like wildfire. If, if so many teenagers are going to end up in the hospital with, with myocarditis or whatever, um, then You know, that something's there
0: will be an explosion. Are you saying we should flatten the curve? I said we should flatten (laughs) Fauci. I
3: think it's Ooh, good one. I think it's going to be a little different, (laughs) though. I, 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 if there's an explosion, I think that what we're looking at right now is death by a thousand cuts. I don't see an explosion (sighs) coming. I think the explosion will come, but it won't be from watching. You know, critical race theory in the schools or or vaccination issues or transgender boys winning girls events. I mean, those are just going to be drip, 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 drip drip that are going to lead to people waking up one by one by one. What's really going to be the explosion is some larger issue like inflation being 20 percent or China invading Taiwan and Biden saying there's nothing we can do about it or you know, some other big geopolitical event that maybe we don't even see coming yet. Um, maybe Biden will say something stupid about protecting the communists in, in Cuba. I don't know. Um, but I think that if there's an explosion, it's going to be over some much bigger issue that that crystallizes the problem a lot better than the drip, 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 drab of of these little issues. I mean, they're big issues to us, but Um, I just think, I don't think that they're going to lead to an explosion. I think they're just going to lead to one person at a time waking up.
0: I'm going to take take the other side of that, Ed. Um, I see you looking at that as the very intelligent, politically involved, middle-aged man. Um, But I think the average mother, if I may, couldn't care less about the big issues and only gets upset when it literally says, wait a minute, I gotta take my child kicking and screaming to the doctor and doesn't pay attention to the other issues. So I don't know that the, the average dude or average dame is gonna be upset about inflation. They'll just lie about it. They'll first they'll say the price of chocolate went down and what did Biden say? This is temporary and we expected it. And they'll you know just make it like it never happened, but you can't do that if you're forcing a woman to take her three year old to get a shot.
3: Yeah. every time to... that I see is sort of Jimmy Carter. I mean, there were a lot of big things that happened during the Carter presidency. And by 1980, people just gave up on him. And I don't, I think people are already giving up on Biden, but I just, I see the same kind of thing as, as, as the type of fuse that's gonna lead to an explosion. Um, but Carter we'll make- didn't
0: lead to an explosion. It led to an electoral defeat, which was wonderful. And I think you may be, you're right about that. But as far as a general change in how people look at the uh, world.
1: Yeah. I mean, it I think been- we're completely different than 50 years ago now, 40, 40 years ago. I mean, clearly you had the Iran hostage crisis, which was a flashpoint, something that was on the news every day when we didn't really have cable, completely different thing. I mean, culturally, we're so far gone from that. I mean, we were all, you know, really American back then. That when we yes, had this, I mean, if there's a hostage crisis now, yeah. we
5: be on television at all.
1: I, I don't think we would react the same way, but I think Steve's point is right. It's it's a, it's a personalized issue for people. And when a mother sees her cubs being harmed, right? I'm sure Jody can speak to this better than the rest of us can. That That's going to piss moms off.
2: Yeah, I, 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 I'm wondering, though, just based a little bit on what I see here in the area that I am, I'm not so sure these moms will wake up in time. And, you know, when your kids are already significantly damaged because you went along with something, and I, I say that as, you know, I'm a mom, I've made mistakes, I get it, but, you know, I just worry that there's going to be a lot of motion and a lot of negative direction, negative for our kids and their future. And then by the time people really wake up, I mean, how do you, how do you bring it back? And how do you get, how do you get your kids back? How do you, you know, change the course of when it's so much damage has been done, critical race theory being just one example. You know, when, when you when when your kids are so confused about gender and, and they've been taught really to hate any question about it or when your kids have been taught to be racist. I mean, how do you bring that back? I don't know. It's, that's what worries me is the mom, the mama bears are hopefully, you know, an answer. But will will the mama bears wake up too late? I don't know.
1: Not sure I have the answers to that.
2: <laughs> well, I don't think but, anybody does until time tells, right?
1: Well, again, th- this is where I think what Ed was saying also isn't totally not valid, of course. I mean, there is a drip, drip, drip out there. We have all these different cultural issues. I mean, uh, I-, I met with some friends recently. And when you're in these si- social situations and you're hearing people express to you, like, what the hell is going on in our country? with all this crap that we're seeing, I think that there is definitely a bubbling up going on out there that people are getting upset, they're ticked off, they don't want this curriculum, these kinds of agendas thrown at us and forced down the the throats of not only the the kids, but the parents and undermining our values. When is there a tipping point? Again, like you said, I'm not really sure when, but I, I could see one coming.
0: Well, supposedly there's so many of these Board of Ed meetings that mothers are storming. I mean, is that hyped up or is that really happening? It's
2: happening in my area.
1: It is happening. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: I mean, my area hit the news, right?
1: Huh? I mean, That's one area when you talk about local um, elected offices, positions where people could make a difference.
2: Yeah.
1: When, they, when this stuff is going on, I think you're going to see more people start to to vie for some of these boards of education. This this, positions.
2: this this represents the argument for why you keep politics local. That's where your power is. That's where you have the ability to physically go in and give your voice.
1: Mm-hmm. That's the old saying, all politics is yeah, local. It should well. That's uh, also the easy. way,
3: you know, I was saying earlier that we need a Republican governor to, to tell the judges to, you know, to buzz off. I mean, local officials in general have that power to tell the federal government, look, buzz off. And then it'll be up to to the Biden administration whether they want to have a civil war over critical race theory or whether they want to have a civil war over, you know, transgender issues in the schools or, you know, whatever other local issue it is. And you put the the pressure on the other side instead of just letting them have the initiative all the time.
0: You know, I'm curious if... um... I guess some of us probably follow the Tenth Amendment Center to an extent, but are there organizations keeping track of localities that are fighting back? So, for instance, the sheriffs in LA, the um, you know the two A, what do you call it, counties that the ones that won't enforce Second Amendment violations? Is anybody really tracking this and seeing who's fighting back against this? And it's kind of fascinating because there are a lot of pockets. On the other hand, when North Carolina fought the transgender bathroom issue years ago, the feds came in and crushed it with uh, threats of money or taking away NCAA or whatever it was they did. So I I think it's kind of interesting. There are pockets of fighting back locally and who's winning and who's losing.
3: I'm not aware of anyone keeping score or keeping track of that, but I mean, there are definitely pockets in, in many places. And there's
5: no one to unify the pockets, right? I mean, that's where Trump kind of has utterly failed as an individual and as a political leader. Um, these pockets of resistance are there, and you know, Ann Coulter said that the Trump won in, in the nomination in 2016 because he's the only one smart enough to pick up a thousand dollars laying on the ground. That is the issue of immigration, <laughs> and. Um, Whereas all the other Republicans weren't that smart, and I think the this the COVID totalitarianism and the CRT and the Black Lives Matter and whatnot are um, are this are this thousand dollars lying on the ground, and I don't know. I don't know whether there's anybody who's smart enough to pick that up and run with it. Hmm. don't. Black Lives Matter activist has proposed Black-only cities or autonomous cities. Uh, Not too many white people are going to argue Wait a minute.
2: Isn't that I'm sorry. White flight was something that was complained about. So I don't get it.
1: So I mean, knock yourself out,
5: right? I mean, basically,
2: you're describing Detroit and Baltimore, right? So, I mean, they do have those.
1: Back back to segregation. Sure. Yeah. Knock yourself out. That just came
2: across. I mean, if that's what they want, I don't have a problem with what people want.
0: Ed, you were gonna say something. No,
3: I wasn't gonna add anything to that.
0: <laughs> yeah. So the, there were a couple interesting court cases. The DACA ruling. So it only took 11 years. I did hear an interesting reason why it took 11 years, but it took 11 years for a judge to say that DACA was unconstitutional and can't be um, enforced or or whatever, however you put it, even though it doesn't affect anybody who's been here for those 11 years under DACA, but they can't sign anybody else new. Now, apparently part of that was because it wasn't enforced for part of the time. And part of that was they thought that we're fighting it another way. Again, if I wanna look negative, I'm like, gee, it took 11 years, who cares? If I wanna look positive, is this really a good victory? So um, turn that over to our legal staff. Is that an important victory, Ed?
3: I don't think it's that important of a victory because I think Biden's gonna ignore it the same way I keep saying Republican governors need to ignore judges when they rule the wrong way. Uh, I don't think that the Biden team is gonna stop letting these uh, you know, dreamers into the country. I don't think they're gonna stop trying to issue them papers if they can. Uh, I don't think they care. Um, I think this is just, this is yet another issue like Ed Powell was talking about a minute ago of the $1,000 bill lying on the street. There are vast majorities of people on all sides of the aisle that wanna clean this mess up and wanna stop, don't think that people should be able to come into this country the wrong way, so to speak, and it's up to Republicans to stop bending at the knee for the Chamber of Commerce and start listening to the American people and start fighting for their own constituents, not to mention their own survival as a as a party, um, and and pick up that thousand dollar bill on the ground, you know, that thousand dollars on the ground and and run with it.
0: And I heard a snippet of Ted Cruz. Um, apparently getting very loud. I forget where he was speaking. About where- well, He's why definitely we're getting... been snipped. I'm sorry? He's definitely been snipped. No, but he did make a, a loud um, argument against we're letting COVID into the whole country with these immigrants and why are we allowing that? He was speaking at maybe turning point. I forget where he was speaking. Oh, come on. We're being inundated with the Indian variant called Delta. Now, how did that get from India to the United States? I mean, come yeah. on. But again, is there national leadership saying boo about it? The same people saying you have to wear masks, you have to get three shots now instead of two, et cetera, et cetera, totally ignoring the fact that COVID's pouring through the border. And again, I guess- And totally ignoring,
3: Steve, the Cuban people trying to escape Cuba and wanting to come here. And all of a sudden, Biden found some group of people that he wants to keep out. Yeah. Where is the Republican party on that? again, set up for them to just hit a home run and kick the crap out of, out of the Democrats. If you want to have an open border, well, the first people in should be the Cubans fleeing tyranny in yeah. Cuba. And where, I mean, Marco Rubio has said a few good things, but um, nobody is being very loud about it.
0: That will be Marco Rubio of the Gang of
1: Eight. Oh. BL, BLM was pretty out. loud about it, right? What? BLM was pretty loud about it. (laughs) In their own way. Yeah, it's all our fault. It's all all our fault. You're right
0: that this Cuban issue of threatening to arrest people who help Cubans find asylum in the United States, low-hanging fruit doesn't even describe it. And then nobody except for Rubio is making noise?
1: That's my take on it. Well, he better make some noise
0: well how about the how about people's talking bring <laughs> it up what's your question steve is tucker talking about it I think he was talking about uh, it. he hasn't really
3: spent a lot of time on cuba no well, i'm not sure necessarily that it's
5: our job to accept every uh, one of the 20 million people in cuba who don't want communism i you know i i don't think that's necessarily.
0: Well, since uh, we're accepting a billion people from everywhere else, why not? No, but I mean, on top of
3: that, I mean, if the issue is, if you want to protect the southern border and you and your argument is the Democrats aren't trying to help people, they're just trying to transform the, the demographics of the country. Well, this is a perfect example. You have people that are legitimate asylum seekers. You have a legitimate tyrannical government that's in the process of collapsing and people are fleeing and biden is threatening to arrest people and send them and send the cubans back it it betrays that this is clearly not that what's going on at the southern border has nothing to do with helping any humanity, poor per any any person fleeing tyranny because he's not willing to help the people fleeing obvious tyranny in cuba and it they should be batting they should be banging biden over the head over that every single day you know, they should be in Miami every day with the Cuban community. They should have a different person who's who got in here and have that person say, I'm a dreamer. I'm the one who wants to be an American. I'm the one who wants to value American freedom and, and, and make the case and show the story. You know, you create your own counter narratives. Right now, the narrative is, oh, Biden is helping these poor schlubs in, in Central America. Well, what about the schlubs that are escaping on rafts from Cuba? Why can't we? Why can't we have Republicans bring them up onto a podium every single day and talk about what they fled, what they fled from, and how they, how they, you know, what they feel about Biden saying that they're going to send people back home?
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Why not make that case? Why not present and that? That's case? exactly
2: what the left would be doing right now if this were switched. They'd right. be bringing up the humans and the stories, and that's what they'd be showcasing.
3: It's what they did with Elian Gonzalez, right? Oh, he needs to be with his father.
2: Mm-hmm. It's effective.
3: So why don't the Republicans do it, except that they don't want to
2: be effective? Huh? That's a very good question.
0: Well, actually, most of them don't want to be effective. But like, I think everybody's saying, using different metaphors, I guess we can mix them up. There's literally a football sitting on the field, and all you have to do is pick up with it and run it into the end zone. It's even more than $1,000. This is one of the greatest double standard hypocrisies in history. We're gonna arrest people for helping asylum seekers while we're letting people come in another border. It's literally sitting there for the day.
2: So either they're incompetent or they're corrupt.
0: Or, or, or all both. of the above, Or both. But what do the Republicans gain from not pointing this out? Like I get they gain from letting other people come into the country because it keeps the Chamber of Commerce happy. But what do they gain by not sticking up for the Cubans? It's
3: a good question. I'm not sure.
2: It's maybe not having to you know, basic laziness, maybe. I don't know. They don't, it's gonna take work to stand up and you know say this and do this and be for something. Maybe they're just
0: lazy. I think there's some local politicians in Florida who have made a little bit of noise. Um, But you're right. There's no national person who grabs this and says this is such an obvious one. I mean, I was outraged when I heard you're going to arrest people for helping people from Cuba. I was like beyond and beyond outraged.
2: You know, I I've had this a similar question to you know why why do Republicans why are they so derelict on these things? But I've had a similar question about climate scientists, and I know that it's very different. But you know, one of the first things I was thinking when I sort of woke up to the lies of the left was, where are all those climate scientists who believe that you know we're going to destroy our planet in short order, if you really, really believed that, wouldn't you invest your entire life life and be so actively front and center? I I mean, I would be so passionate to get front and center to, to, to debate the science, to say, look here, this is true. And why is it they're not? Is it they're incompetent or they're corrupt? I'm leaning toward corrupt, but and I lean toward corrupt with the Republicans. Like there's something to be said about why people don't, aren't actively engaged when they are in the exact position of power to be of influence uh, who should.
1: I, you know, I think naturally most people don't want to rock the boat. And if you're a politician sitting in your chair in a DC office and you've pretty much got it made, right? You're, you've been there for 20 years. What do you, what do you care? Yeah. Well, I you what, you care,
0: what you care is what we just said about Trump before. There's a thousand dollar bill just waiting there for anybody to pick up and, and run and with what, it. What, but what are they going to win?
1: They've already won. You, maybe the Republicans,
3: let me let me give a hypothesis. I mean, I'm just sitting here thinking and listening to you guys. Maybe the Republicans are afraid if they play the hypocrisy card, they'll lose the overall argument and Biden will say, you know what? Yeah, we'll let the Cubans in, but we're going to let everybody in and let's let the dreamers stay. And and, and maybe the that's the same reason why, why my, body, try-
5: my choice wouldn't work. A, they don't really believe it. And B, the Democrats could say, okay, fine.
0: Yeah, I hear what you're saying. And I I doubt the Republicans even think that much. I think it is more to go along to get along. That's why I'm asking the outsider. The point that you were saying about Trump was the outsider who came, picked up the thousand bucks and ran with it. So where's the outsider who comes and says, oh, my God, this is just waiting for me to do it. So, yeah, Jody.
2: Oh, no, I'm sorry. I was saying goodbye to Ed Powell.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But so you were cleaning cool. your screen. You're cleaning what your was your screen?
2: question? Because I wasn't paying attention. What was your question, <laughs> Steve?
0: No, I'm just saying, where's the outsider? I mean, you know, you could have Jody from Illinois getting up and saying this is an issue and, and running with it. The, the insiders, you're right, Mike. They don't want to rock the boat. Right, the right. outsider should be able to pick this up and yell and scream. I you
1: know. I, I don't see one. I don't see anybody out there. I, I mean, you mean, know, it's like you
0: got um, you, anybody following the Vernon Jones business in Georgia? Yeah, I'm following a little bit. So, I mean, he's he's finding an issue. He switched parties and he's making tremendous amounts of noise and running on it. So why aren't there people who, you know, find these other issues that are just so obvious out there and run with them? That's what I'm wondering about. Is And I don't know, is he for real, Vernon Jones? It's too soon to tell. I
3: mean, he seems genuine, but let's let's see when the rubber hits the road.
0: Well, we gotta decide, you know, do we help him or we don't help him? And I guess that's next I mean, year's election. For
3: now, I for now I would help him. I, I I haven't seen anything any reason to doubt him. He seems genuine. He seems passionate. He's attacking the Republicans the way they're supposed to be. They they, they not supposed to be, but the way they deserve to be
0: attacked. Right, right. He's anti. He's a really good job. He's anti-Kemp, and I think, yeah. And I used to say beating every incumbent is pretty much worthwhile because otherwise, kind of like what Mike said, they're there and they figure they can stay there for the rest of their lives unless you throw them out. Right. So, um, you know, we don't, we don't talk about the, the election stuff. There is so much out there brewing. Again, what's true and what's not true, the Arizona audit, the supposedly... Seventy thousand ballots that were sent out without requests. The things going on in Georgia. Forget about the Wisconsin breaking the laws and the Georgia deal, the Stacey law versus the state law, etc. Again, we don't talk about it, and I don't know if that's because we're cynical about it or waiting for something. But there may be a lot the, of stuff out there.
3: I think the biggest thing with the with the audits is is the connection to COVID. Honestly, I think you know we've got proposals to have, you know, vaccine IDs, they call them vaccine passports, but it's really a vaccine ID from the same people who say that it's racist to get a voter, to insist on a voter ID. Now, how are people supposed to get vaccine IDs? They're supposed to go and go to a doctor or go to a government office and get them. The same way you'd go to a government office and get a voter ID or go to, you know, get a, you know, be able to prove who you are for for voting purposes. Again, it's hypocrisy. Um, I know that hypocrisy is not usually a big issue for you know a winning issue, but uh, the Republicans should be able to say, you know that that the same people who say you can't get a, a voter ID are are now saying you need a a vaccine ID to go to work, to go to the grocery store, to get on a plane. I mean, it's ridiculous. These people are such abject liars mm-hmm. that they need to. Someone needs to speak up.
0: Ed, I think that's the best point been made so far today. Okay. Almost, to the, almost to the point where I would say the Republicans should back the vaccine IDs because then at least we'll make them bring them to the polls. <laughs> <laughs> you know, kind of like what you said before. It really is unbelievable after saying that, and then they said rural people don't have Kinko's, which apparently has been out of business for 10 years. <laughs> that was Kamala. <laughs> that was, that was uh, Vice President Kamala, who I think you're right, is being thrown under the bus from a whole yeah. bunch of directions. Thank God.
2: I'm sorry. I, I'm not a fan. So not a fan.
0: She apparently has no constituency. And that's what the articles are saying. And that's what you kind of hear in California. Everybody seems to say they can't stand her. Obviously, she polled horrifically in the primaries. Well,
2: She loves herself enough for the world
0: and Willie Brown. Yeah. Yeah. So there was another case that I wanted to talk about here. There is this case, a judge says that an LGBT law forcing Christians to violate beliefs is no threat to churches. Apparently there's a, in Virginia, they're making a church take down biblical beliefs from their websites. So I guess that's tantamount to saying I can't get up and preach Leviticus and then saying it's not a problem. This
2: can't stop there, though. This can't stand. Right, Ed? Why not?
3: I I think it will stand. And I think that seizing upon the how is generally applicable laws that apply to everybody have to also include application to, to religious organizations that's their argument and it goes all the way back to to the 1990 smith case where the you know the peyote case where they had a religious they wanted a religious exemption for peyote and said no the drug laws apply to everybody and you don't get a special exemption just because you're a religious organization and the left has finally figured out 30 years later as long as they package tyranny in a in a in a package that applies to everybody in a law that applies generally to everybody, they can get away with it under I mean, we're literally banning authority. the Bible.
0: What? Quite literally banning the Bible. Which when people said 10 years ago that could happen, people said, oh, that's ridiculous. We're not going to touch your freedoms. We had that Religious Freedom Restoration Act, et cetera, et cetera. And here they're literally banning the Bible. And that's, that is so beyond scary. I mean, what are we supposed to do? Like tear those pages out of the book?
3: It's a religious belief. You're not, they don't have a right to, to imp- impinge on your religious beliefs, but yet they get away with it.
0: They get away with it. I mean, you got that the pastor dude in Western Canada you know, whose church was raided, and I believe he's been arrested multiple times for preaching and for telling people to come to church in a time of emergency. Again, how far are we away from that? Who knows? And then kind of like what Jody said about the other thing, is it too late once we figure it out?
3: You know, where is, where is Christy Nome? Where is Ron DeSantis? Where, where are these there she? are Republican governors that could say, you know what? bring your church to my state we won't we'll we'll leave you alone but they you know they don't they don't do that i mean it will be a little bit of grandstanding because i mean people aren't gonna you know church is probably not gonna up and pick up its whole flock and move but at the same time it's a marker in the in the in in the ground that says this is where i stand and i and if you elect me president or if you you know if if i'm reelected you know desantis is running for re-election for governor. You know, you gotta lay markers and say this is what I believe and this is where I stand. And and, and you know, it'd be a you know a good thing to, to lay your to, to lay out where you stand on things and let the voters make a choice and let the voters see where you are. You know, and just hiding behind in the bushes.
0: I don't think that's quite as crazy as you think. When you think about this country was founded on fleeing across an ocean for religious freedom. I don't think the idea of a governor saying to a church, you know what, push comes to shove, we're gonna allow you religious freedom. I don't know if that's as far-fetched as you may be thinking.
3: Well, someone should do it.
2: Yes, you're right, where is Kristi Noem?
0: Um, probably on Mount Rushmore with fireworks. And so, so is the deal? They're not thinking about it. They're thinking about it and saying it's a dumb idea. Where are their advisors? Are all these things poll tested and focus group? Like, how does that happen? Why aren't they picking up the thousand dollar bill?
3: I mean, Republican Party is controlled opposition in a lot of respects, and there's a limit to how much they're willing to challenge Democrats. That's that's my take on them.
0: That's in Congress, I agree with you. But for the governors, again, America, literally, I, I'm not claiming to be the American history genius. You guys know a lot more about it than I do. But my understanding was that was the very reason it was founded. A place where you could worship freely. Yeah. I mean, what could be more low hanging than this one? Yeah. And how do you, I mean, do we write a letter to a governor and say, why don't you open up your state to religious freedom? Like, how do you even get this idea to somebody?
3: It's a good question. I mean, maybe, uh, you know, reach out to some of the talk show hosts that you talk to. I mean,
0: well, I wish Daniel I Greenfield
3: to seems to. Huh?
0: I don't have any way of talking to the big shots.
3: Well, I thought you were in contact with Daniel Greenfield.
0: No, no. No, I had. Daniel Harwood's a tiny tiny, but not much. Not Daniel Greenfield. If anybody hadn't knew how to reach these people, I think you're saying a fantastic idea. Yeah, come to our state. And it would actually be you could just make a riff off of this is like a mini America. You know, just you know, like, they
2: could be doing March. that on a lot of subjects. I mean, they could they could be selling their states for less violence, you know, uh h- higher employment rates. Um I mean, they, they don't. No, but this they one, are, I mean, this, this is a, a
0: core belief upon which the country was founded. This is not move to New Hampshire because we have no state income tax. This is literally move here because we have religious freedom, which is guaranteed, I believe, in pretty much every state constitution for getting the federal. Again, I think this is the $1,000 bill just lying <laughs> Better than most of the other issues. Now, well, DeSantis, didn't DeSantis or another governor this week I forget which group he was reaching out to said, come here and we'll take care of you. But I don't remember which group it was. I must've missed that story. Yeah, it's, it's going in one ear and out the other. But I think this one, Ed, I think you should go shout it from the rooftop and run for governor. <laughs> no, this is really, I'm, when I'm thinking about it. I mean, I'm old enough to have been educated, you know, Plymouth Rock. And I'm old enough to remember when Mayflower was not a moving van. This is like the founding myth of our entire culture. And all you need is somebody to pick this up.
2: Maybe- We do. Maybe there's, you know, people that that thousand dollar bill, it's less than what they get being silent.
0: But again, the outsider, we can even get those funny Plymouth hats. Didn't they wear funny hats? The pilgrims? Yep. But in, in all seriousness, how do you, is it, again, is it that they don't think of these things or they think of them and then some consultant says that's ridiculous, don't stick your neck out? But again, I would think that somebody coming from the outside wanting to run on leadership. This is I would take articles like this and say, come here, we won't hassle you. You can preach whatever gospel you want.
3: I don't have an answer for why no one's doing it. I well, can only I you know I suggested it, but I don't know the I don't know why no one else will.
2: Well, could it be people aren't aware? Again, I mean, we have speak we have the ability to speak and then we have the avenue to being heard this is maybe an obscure article that the, the information it's not widely known that this is even taking place right now to fuel what well, i mean movement you know
3: the, the master bake you know the master cake bake shop is is well known i mean i haven't heard no, desantis or anybody else say attention. you know what I'm saying, why hasn't DeSantis said, you know what, uh, Jack, whatever his last name is, I don't remember his, his Phillips, full name, Jack Phillips. Phillips, yeah. Hey, Jack Phillips, why don't you come to Florida? Our, we won't harass you here. You'll be able to serve whatever clientele you want here. and you'll, Your religious beliefs will be protected.
0: Okay, so why, here's why my answer you said, to I mean, that. My answer to that is because they're, they're going to sue in a federal court and get him on a federal something, aren't they? Whereas in Virginia, um, this is actually I believe insane. that they've
3: only gone after him under state charges so far. Because I mean, the I I Virginia won
0: so. is state. So they're not going after him from a federal discrimination statute.
3: But you know what? I mean, he could play hardballs. You know what? If they come after you, I mean, first of all, there's an element of grandstanding here that every one of these politicians just talk, just say it. And and if he moves there and then They go to federal court. Again, the governor is not powerless when it comes to a federal court order. He can say, we're not enforcing it. We're not, you know, go ahead, send the army in Joe Biden. We don't agree with that. And this is not the way we run our state. If you want to run a dictatorship, go ahead, do it, you know, make it explicit, do it, you know, send in the troops, you're going to have to subjugate us because we don't, we don't go that way. And I mean, but he doesn't have to say that now. Right now, it's the easiest thing in the world. Just grandstand and say, "Jack Phillips, come to Florida. Jack Phillips, come to South Dakota. We're, we'll welcome you with open arms. We won't harass you, and we'll protect you if somebody does try to harass you. You have a right to your re- religious beliefs. You have a right to run your business. Come and come and, and spend time. You know, move here. I mean, it, it'd be so easy to just grandstand like that." Why won't they do it? I, I couldn't tell you, I don't know why. I mean, it seems easy to me.
0: I'm actually glad I listened to this show today. <laughs> no, I'm serious, I, that really is an incredible vacuum and going back to you know states being labs and states rights or however you wanna call it, this is a phenomenal opportunity for a governor to stand out, like you say, at no cost. Who's gonna fight that whole Plymouth myth, the Plymouth rock myth? Who really wants to take that on? And you know, we've talked about it before, they own the narrative, right? They get to always paint it in their way. And here, if you paint it, basing it on the the whole founding legend, who's gonna wanna go up against that? Now, granted there is a 1619 project, but somebody's gotta be able to buy into that myth.
3: Somebody should
0: so you're not gonna run for governor.
3: Go ed. I'm hoping our next governor is gonna be Mark Robinson, the lieutenant governor. He's
0: a lieutenant governor, he's very good, right?
3: He's very good.
0: So I'll be your go-
1: campaign manager, Ed, if you want me to.
0: Who knows these people? Who knows how to get to somebody <laughs> like Robinson? And when is your next election? In 2022?
3: No, 24.
0: Oh, it just was now in 20? Yeah. And it's four years. Yep. Oh, not like Jersey and Virginia, which is off years, and not like New Hampshire, which is two years. Okay, so who gets to these people? How do we find somebody to get to a Robinson or a Vernon Jones or somebody and say, you know what, run with this, this is phenomenal. And I would bet a lot of people would latch onto it. And so what? You know, You can have the other 49 states and run Jack Phillips into the ground. Look at that other lady, the one who who's saying her she's finished now, because she wouldn't do a wedding or something. The other yeah. lady who's come to my state. I'm also thinking of. Uh, do we have any graphics experts? We can make big wanted posters. Wanted leadership or, or leader, and these are your qualifications. And this is oh, what that's
2: good. Play. I like it.
0: Because we really need somebody. And again, the senators, they know that they can... See, I happen to have kind of been convinced by your point, Ed, about Rand Paul. So I'll shut up about Rand Paul for a minute. Maybe it is good just to make the noise and get it out there. But you know, people like Cruz and other thing, you just you yell for five minutes and then you crawl back in your hole, get out there and fight for an issue. And there's nobody who gets out there and fights for an issue.
3: Right. Rand Paul is fighting on COVID tyranny. He's pretty consistent about he's, that. They've
0: been excellent on that. And maybe a guy like Cruz. I mean, I, big senators, because they do nothing, control nothing, lead nothing. It's only governors and mayors who could do this. What would happen if a mayor of a big city or any city said this, as a matter of fact? Come here and we'll leave you alone. And they got to be phenomenal things to run. It. Maybe I should yeah, tell yeah. Curtis slewa
1: I have an ex boss who probably would have done
0: it. Who's that? Would run?
1: <laughs> um, Steve Lonigan.
0: Ah, but he hasn't. He run for everything But He's right? run for
1: it. Yeah, he's he's run for quite a bit.
0: He's the only thing uh, he hasn't run for is the Guinness Book of World Records for losing elections,
1: right? <laughs> but uh, you know what? He always didn't have his courage of his convictions, and he would go places that other politicians wouldn't. And a lot of times he won. So we do need people like Steve, a few more people like Steve.
0: Okay. So where does he talk? Where does he hang out? Who listens
1: to him? Well, he's retired now. He's retired. No more politics. At least not Uh, for now.
0: Okay. Well, I got a couple of great points out of today's show. So I'm going to let everybody give us their closing, closing thoughts.
1: I'll offer up uh, one that's probably a hanging curveball. I'm sure we all saw today how the women's Olympic team, uh, most of them, if not all of them, knelt before the national anthem during the Olympics. And if there's any karma, and apparently there was, they went out and got upset by Sweden three to nothing. Um, Obviously, it's just to me very disgraceful that they're standing there or kneeling there. They're supposed to be representing us. They're representing the whole country. They're not there to represent themselves. They're re- there to represent us. And to kneel before the flag under those circumstances is just reprehensible. I think a lot of them are just immature, self absorbed, um, virtue signaling malcontents. And if there's any authority, too, I would like to see them all thrown off, even if it means forfeiting the rest of the, the games but it's just disgusting. I, I, just, I can't believe it. When I, when I think back to when I was, you know, 15 years old and, and you could sit there with pride and watch the 1984 summer games, Mary Lou Retton, and, and there were so many great athletes and you would almost want to get up yourself and stand there with your hand above your heart as they had a gold medal awarded to them. I mean, now I don't even want to watch. I'm, I'm rooting for the, the soccer team to lose. This is where we are. Mm-hmm. It's pathetic. I'm gonna take your point and actually
0: build on it a little bit, if you don't mind, because I agree with you totally. There really is also the message to the rest of the world that look at us, we do not believe in our country, we do not stand up for our country, we're here for the taking. And I gotta think that 1% of that message seeps through to people who would like to see us down, be it China, Russia, or anybody else, say you guys don't even stand up for your own country. So I think it's even more than the symbolism of what it's doing to us as a country. It's a message.
3: Yeah. I agree with what both of you have said. And the only thing I wanna add is that I hope that Victoria's Secret decides to reconsider its offer to uh, Rapineau to be be their
1: new spokesmodel. I I wouldn't count on that given their uh, recent announcement that they were veering away from the sexy scantily clad women as their models
2: so i'm already you know, you know
0: i started off joking about the sports illustrated swimsuit cover but at some point the average dude who used to buy that stuff where is he i mean isn't their business model going to fall apart i don't think victoria's Secret's going to be making a lot of money i've heard that they're getting you know crashed financially in some ways already from all of this
2: I'm taking my business elsewhere. I used to be a shopper of Victoria's Secret. I don't. Is is
0: there an alternative to it?
2: I I think we discovered what the secret is, and it's not pretty.
0: Ooh, (laughs) (laughs) touche, touche.
2: I mean, secret's out, and I'm I'm leaving.
0: Literally, what what are we doing? Undercutting. I don't want to say institutions, but in a sense, they are institutions. You know, you got a Miss Nevada who's transgender. And now you got sports, the swimsuit issue with the transgender. What are we doing?
2: What are we
1: doing? That's what are we doing? Good no idea. What are we doing? Ed? Losing our minds.
3: I think we covered pretty much all the things that we, were, we, we talked about for the week. Wait, I think, one uh, more thing. Oh, Jody, go ahead.
2: All right, because I want to I want to close before you, Ed, because you might have something to say about what I say on my closing. Because it's thanks to you that I, I was aware of this information about my beloved home state's little victory. Thank you, Ed, for sharing. Michigan House approves final end of emergency powers of the government, a governor act. Um, this was, you know. Um, driven by the citizens. And I've worried about my home state because of Whitmer and, you know, what the heck is going on in that state? And I've been worried. And so it gives me a little hope that my home state and the voters there will prevail. And uh, someday I get to return. So, you?
3: Don't you go on regular jaunts up there? I do.
2: I mean, yes, I have. I mean, live there permanently. So,
1: Jody, you have the right of return. Just want to let you know.
2: I don't know. That's the thing. If they keep going down the Whitmer Road, do I actually want to return?
1: But by they... the way,
0: Jody, I'll just add to that. You know, like I said, we, we spoke with Melissa Blasic from New Hampshire before. We've had her on the show once or twice. And that would not have happened if they had a Republican governor. What killed New Hampshire is having a Republican governor that they can't fight. If New Hampshire had a Democrat governor, they probably would have succeeded more in ending the state of emergency.
2: Wait, I don't understand, riddle me that. How does that work? Why?
0: People don't fight their own party.
2: Yeah. Oh.
3: Right, the Today Michigan legislature is controlled by Republicans.
2: Right, 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 okay. It's easy
3: for them to oppose a Democrat governor, but not so easy to oppose a Republican governor. The same way, look at what Congress did. They, they passed all those ridiculous spending bills that Trump wanted. And then as soon as Biden becomes president, all of a sudden you see these fiscal conservatives come out of the woodwork in the Republican Party in, in Congress.
0: Yeah.
2: Where were
3: you during the Trump administration? We
2: all saw that coming though, didn't we? We saw a hypocrisy brewing then. You knew that was going to happen.
0: Right, right. but, but that's, that's the point. We don't fight our own. Yeah. And therefore, sometimes you actually lose by winning, which is beyond.
2: And we go full circle. where you no. Know, why is it that these Republicans, especially, don't pick up these wands and run with them? I don't, I don't get it.
3: I think we had a good show, and I think that we can end it just on the note that we always have to fight. We have to remember to fight, and we can't rest on laurels, no matter how small or big the victories. Um, you know, one of my one of my favorite political sayings that I I never read myself, I attribute it myself, is that no political battle is ever permanently won or ever permanently lost. Uh, even, you know, even the dark ages have an end and even a, go- a golden age has an end. And, you know, you have to keep fighting. You know, the the framers of our country put it as the price of liberty is eternal vigilance. And that's what we need to have. We need to have eternal vigilance and be prepared to fight uh, even when we think we're winning, especially when we think we're winning. Um, and even when we're losing, we have to You know, always have to fight as long as you're alive and as long as you're breathing You have to keep going, and that's what we got to do now.
0: So I'm just going to parrot our fearless leader and say, what would happen if EJS show posts, jointly wrote an article saying, why don't they run with it? And then see if we can get an article like that out somewhere and list a couple of things that are the low-hanging fruits or the footballs on the field or the $1,000, and say, why don't they run with it, wanted somebody to run with it, and something like that.
3: That's an interesting idea, Steve. We can talk about it.
0: Sometimes, you know, sometimes I complain to stores and hospitals and stuff because I realized, like, I had a big fight with the largest hospital in New York. I believe they're the largest. And um, I said, if I complain about them and talk bad about them, it's quite possible they literally don't know. So if I complain to them and they do nothing, okay, but they can say no one ever told us and they're probably right, no one ever told them. So maybe just to say it and maybe some yo-yo somewhere, maybe a Glenn Beck picks up the idea, maybe you know somebody else on a different level picks up the idea. I don't know. With that, we will close for today. Invite everyone back next week at four o'clock on Wednesday. Please send feedback our arguments, or even bolster our opinions by sending an email to ejschow at protonmail.com. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful day.
2: Thanks, everybody.
3: Great week.